first things first is, I guess, just introduce yourself and how we met. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Carmen. I met Danny when we were studying Mandarin together at university. Um, yeah, we're in the same Mandarin class, and he was really like outgoing. So I was like, I don't want to be friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I find it different as well because I well, I met you, and I was like, oh, Carmen will be such a good friend. <laughs> and then whenever I tried to like <laughs> plan stuff, you were always busy with her. What was like it, Primark work. and work and everything, yeah. and I was like, oh no, we're doomed forever. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm currently in Taipei with Carmen, and I've reached out to some of her friends, and they basically bombarded me oh with questions. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. But um, yeah, so I guess, I guess the first bank of questions really more people were interested in is kind of like your experience in Taipei. Mm-hmm. So the first question I got was generally, what's the best part about living abroad? For you. Um, I think the best part about living abroad is just like experiencing like a different culture. Mm. So even though like my family background isn't like Taiwanese, it's still pretty close to like um, Chinese culture in general. So it's good to like get back in touch with that, and um, just like because I'm learning Mandarin as well, then it's good to have like constant exposure to Mandarin and just be- being able to like practice and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, I really like the independence of like living abroad. And everything just seems like much more fun and colourful when I'm abroad. <laughs> it's like when I'm back in the UK, it's either like I'll be studying at uni, which I was doing before, or like um, I guess like back in Leeds where um, I guess I was just like stuck at home most of the time. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like super slow in the UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the UK, just because you brought it up, there was another question as well. Somebody asked you, somebody asked, Did, do, you, do you miss anything about the UK? <laughs> 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 uh yeah i guess i miss like friends and family and just like yeah. um yeah just like being really far away from them and like if you want to meet up then it's like oh you have to schedule like work out time zones and everything to like <laughs> phone them uh yeah i don't know i feel like sometimes i miss in general like the tone of like or like the atmosphere of like being in the uk so sort of like just walking down the street and just like being able to like understand everything just like not really having any like re- real like language barriers mm. and then yeah i don't know sometimes I just miss like architecture of the city yeah so, i remember like, you mentioning that earlier as well yeah it's just like really pretty like if you go to york or even like in leeds and like the city center yeah. and they have those like older buildings like here then in taipei it's more like old buildings but like not as like beautiful <laughs> <laughs> is there anything specifically in Taipei that you thought like, the architecture has been pretty cool something that stands out um I guess Taipei 101 but that's like pretty like big and like iconic I think I don't know I've heard that some people don't, don't really like it but I feel like it's such a good mix of like um traditional like Chinese architecture with like the modern sort of like high rises and stuff like that yeah, it is definitely like super unique. Yeah, and I can't yeah. wait to go to the hike tomorrow and just see it oh, yeah. on the view because I think I've only properly seen it on a picture on mm-hmm. Google Images, uh. and so I'm just really excited for that hike tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, so obviously you people know you as well as like a massive traveler. Yeah, so, <laughs> massive traveler. I mean, you've lived in Hong Kong, you've come to Taiwan, and you're going all over the place at the minute. Mm-hmm. But um, what's been your scariest encounter? whilst travelling. Do you have one that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can be something really stupid as well, but... Wait, I don't know. I feel like my mind's gone blank now. <laughs> uh, scariest encounter. 
Well, do you have a fun story? Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. I have a scary <laughs> encounter. So in Thailand, I guess, like, <laughs> we were really, like, naive. Because we started off in Chiang Mai and everybody was, like, super nice and, like, friendly. So then we went to Bangkok and it was, like, a super, like, uh, like really busy and bustling city. And then we went to this... Um, <laughs> we went to go visit this temple, but I guess we got the bus and got dropped off like around the back. So then, as we were like walking to it, um, this guy like approached us and he was like, "Oh hi, I'm like an English teacher. You guys seem lost. Do you want any like directions and stuff?" And he was, and we we're like, "Oh yeah, we're trying to get to this temple." Mm. And then, um, he was like, "Oh, that temple's actually closed today because of like this Buddhist holiday," and he was like recommending like loads of other stuff for us to do. He was like, oh, there's, there's this, like, really cool um, floating market that's, he- that's, like, just in town for, like, this weekend or, like, today or something. And then he was like, oh, I can get you, like, um, discounted tickets and stuff for this, like, boat ride. And then we were, like, uh, we, were, we, were, we were just kind of, like, unsure. But then yeah, I guess because yeah. he, like, picked up on that and just sort of, like, um, I don't know, just sort of, like, barricaded us, I guess. Was he quite pushy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little pushy. But still sort of like friendly yeah. and then yeah we ended up getting like this tuk-tuk to like this like boat area <laughs> and then once we got off there i guess everyone was like super rushed so we didn't have time to think and then we got on this boat and then we we're like okay cool we're gonna go on this boat tour but then the boat just set off with just like us three in and then <laughs> we were like what the hell <laughs> and then that's when we knew we sort of like got scammed yeah like I think it wasn't really that much, maybe like thirty pounds each, but it's just like the. But wait, so you, you, there's three of you on this boat. Where, yeah. where was it going to? Like, could have taken to you anywhere. Uh, <laughs> right? This sort of like go on like a tall route, and like we ended up like going along the rivers in Bangkok, <laughs> and um, there was like this. So yeah, this was like the scary part because I was like, oh my gosh, it's just like three of us on this boat. Are we gonna get like mugged? <laughs> are we gonna be taken to this like location where people are gonna like rob us or stuff? And I was like preparing myself to like jump out of the boat. But actually, it turned out. I think we were like um super lucky because like we we yeah just got like a short like tour of like the rivers and stuff. And there was like an actual floating market, but it was literally just like free boats. Yeah. people trying to like so it was almost like they sold yeah. yeah well it was definitely a scam but yeah <laughs> <laughs> how big was the boat as well because I'm trying to picture I have two pictures in my mind at the moment this really small little canoe boat or like a huge <laughs> boat so I'm like <laughs> it was like um, it wasn't like a small boat it was actually quite like a huge like long boat yeah. so I guess like it could actually fit maybe like 20 people on so then that's why I, when it set off we'll dress us three on like, what the, <laughs> one in the front one in the middle, one in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we were just like um kind of like well I was like kind of like anxious in case something did happen yeah. and then in the end nothing did and then it was just like so funny in the end it's yeah. like we could see like other people who were on like these big massive boats who were just like two or three people and we're like oh yeah they got scammed too <laughs> <It's>, like, <laughs> making like us feel better understanding between you guys like, <laughs> yeah. as they come past yeah <laughs> that sounds brilliant <laughs> okay so basically along that as well i think linking and this was from the same person but linking into your scariest encounter mm. they wanted to know that have, have you had any challenges being a female traveler at all um, being a female traveller. Yeah, I mean, you might not have, but they were just wondering, uh, in general, like, have you had any... I feel like, in terms of challenges, I'm not really... Nothing really, like, comes to mind. I guess it's just, like, when you're walking down, like, markets and stuff, people will, like, um, more actively, like, target you and stuff, like, shouting out stuff. 
and maybe just like um try and scam you like yeah. in terms of if you want to buy stuff they'll probably like be like oh this it's a girl like she's probably a bit more naive and stuff yeah mm-hmm. i guess it's something that you always have to think about as well i mean yeah. i've read like some articles about people who are like constantly traveling yeah. and i feel like there's always something that you <laughs> yeah. have to put your guard up i guess especially yeah. like and i know parents and things as well can get quite worried like i mean just oh, yeah, now yeah. i sent a picture to my dad about mm-hmm. like, the pictures we took mm-hmm. and he was like why are you on the train tracks and i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like don't worry yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah. i'm always like i guess i'm always like more conscious of like traveling by myself or like um in groups of just girls i guess and like hearing like other people's stories it's like oh they did like this like crazy like adventure thing or just like did this like they took this like crazy risk and it's like yeah i don't think girls can do that yeah and then you said you said traveling on your own as well so i know you had that trip to yeah. where was it uh to kuala lumpur, kuala lumpur. yeah how yeah. was that how was traveling on your own <laughs> um yeah that was good actually it was really weird because like i think I, my flight got in at like 4 or 5 a.m in the morning and then I thought, oh, the sunrise will be, the sun will rise, like, pretty quickly. But I was, um, as I, like, got the bus from the airport to the city centre, it was, like, still dark. So, like, when I arrived, it was, like, dark, and I was, like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, like, it was, the bus station was, like, near to my hostel, so I just, like, walked quickly um, to my hostel. Yeah, was I was going to ask you whether you managed to catch the sunrise, but I guess your priorities <laughs> were, like, getting fixed. I was, like, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see a sunrise if I'm going to get much. <laughs> <laughs> was that the first time you, like, properly travelled on your own, or would you... Because, um, I, I mean, I guess you've done it in the context of, like, studying abroad and whatnot, but yeah. in terms of, like, picking your location and going... Um, I travelled a bit in Japan when I was waiting for my friend to, like, um, arrive to, I think it was, like, Osaka. Yeah. Um, but that was... <laughs> That was just like one day, just like traveling by myself. Yeah. What do you um, think? What do you think you like the most about traveling by yourself? Um, I think just like having the freedom, of freedom to do what you want to do, because like it's just like oh, if I want to eat now, then I'll eat now, and like have <laughs> some weird obscure time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just like um, I don't know, just doing stuff at your own pace, and if you just want to like diverge and like diverge off the route and just go like shopping or something, yeah, it's like. It's almost like when me and you went shopping for that whole day, oh, and then Georgina and uh, Alicia, mm. who'll probably be listening to this at some point, <laughs> stayed in McDonald's for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just having a look to see if there's anything else around the travel. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the UK, just really quickly, here's a question. Will you ever go back to the UK? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm definitely <laughs> going to go back to the UK. I think, like, in terms of, like, settling down and having a family and stuff I definitely want to have that in the UK but right now I think it's like good to build up experience abroad and just like travel as much as I can yeah mm-hmm. and do you have anywhere else on the list in the future to live or to travel either um I really want to try living in Hong Kong or probably more reasonable more realistic might be like Singapore yeah <laughs> um and why is that I think because in Singapore then I can still use like Mandarin Chinese and I guess it's like I don't know I think in terms of like city then it's a better like living environment than Hong Kong like it's yeah. probably as expensive or maybe a little bit less but I don't know I really like how Singapore is as a city and how like I don't know it's like much more developed I think in terms of like being environment environmentally conscious and stuff. <laughs> yeah i'd be interested to like see where you're at in a year yeah <laughs> you like hong kong singapore you may end up in like somewhere completely different right yeah. or it might know, be like in china or something yeah <laughs> we may still be here you know yeah. 
Um, yeah, so anyway, so moving back to Taiwan, mm. did you find it quite hard to make friends when you first came to Taiwan? Uh, I don't know if I... I don't know. It's different, I think. I feel like it's not that hard to, like, make friends, but, like, finding the people that you really connect with is, like, kind of difficult. So, yeah, maybe I... I don't know, I guess it wasn't until my second semester. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think probably my second or first semester, actually. Probably my first semester was when I really, like, found, like, really good um, friendships and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that naturally comes from when... I guess you all have a shared motivation of being there, right? Because you yeah. said you met them from, what was it, like, school or university <laughs> yeah. as well, so. Well, a lot of the people that I met, we all had, like, a shared motivation, but, like, that's not to say that the people that I met <laughs> in my other semesters were, like, not as, like, valid in terms of friendships, but in terms of just, like, having a proper connection. Hmm. What about the split between, say, foreigners and natives? Because I guess the language barrier would have been quite difficult at the start. Mm-hmm. So have you met, have you mentioned like keep friendship groups in both or? Um, I feel like my Taiwanese friends are quite like um, small. I guess I don't have that many because people just keep leaving too. Yeah. And then, but I feel like right now, then I found some like really good people that we could be, that could have the potential to like develop further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's like you said as well. Like they have to be here, and like, a lot of people are like moving away and yeah. coming back. And so it kind of makes it hard to, I guess, establish from what, when you're just acquaintances and see each other every now and again to mm-hmm. actually kind of fostering that friendship. Yeah. But yeah, so leading on to that, you probably guess who said this one, but then someone was like, how do you feel about your current group of friends? Wait, who said thing? that? What? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? I mean, we can skip that one. <laughs> no, I want to see. I want to know. I'll reveal all at the end. <laughs> but yeah, how do you feel about your current group of friends in Taipei? In Taipei, um, yeah, I feel like I still have a strong like core group of friends, but because like a lot of people left from last semester, then it's definitely like feels, uh, I don't know, yeah, feels a bit more. I don't want to say lonely, but just like, I don't. Know. I guess it is a switch as well, right? Yeah, like, you get yeah. used to having these certain people around, mm-hmm. and suddenly when everybody kind of. Yeah, it's definitely a switch, but the people that are still here, then, yeah, I still really like. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and this was a really interesting question that I got, but someone asked, what's your favourite part about growing older? Growing older? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like maybe just like having more confidence in yourself, or not that I didn't have confidence in myself before, but maybe just like um, being able to express that confidence. Yeah, sounds pretty, yeah. <laughs> and in, in, in terms of like, I guess your confidence has been growing. Yeah. Do you think that's just like a byproduct of you being in a different country, or is there certain things that you think have kind of increased your confidence a lot, or are there little things altogether? <laughs> um, I think like definitely moving to a new country and just like forcing yourself to be in like an environment that you're not used to. Um, yeah, because I feel like I always, like, believed in myself. Hmm. I always felt that I could, like, do good things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a really good mentality to have, because I was also talking about, um, there's, there's, like, a lot of people who also want to go abroad, but, like, yeah. are scared, or want to travel, but haven't really had the opportunity to, or, 
almost as like a barrier, I guess. Yeah. So it's almost like we could have told these people, like, just take them, take the jump, right? Yeah. And I guess, like, especially with our groups of friends, mm-hmm. we're used to people just traveling mm-hmm. all the time and kind of not really thinking about it that much. But there's definitely, I know there's definitely like a group of people there who <laughs> should, should just go for it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, and also, what, what inspires you at the moment? What inspires me at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't really know. I feel like just like um, the people that I'm friends with and just like meeting different people and seeing like, um, well, especially from like university and stuff and just seeing like their like career development and stuff like that. Because yeah. all of my friends, I guess, um, yeah, they, they're going down like a really successful route in their life. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're on the path as well. I mean, you started to do all your freelance work. I think that's a really interesting mm. topic, yeah, especially your writing. So do you get any kind of, I guess, what's your inspiration for your writing? Um, it's not like I just like sit down and write. I normally just get given like briefs or like brainstorm like outlines of what I want to write. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mainly right now, I guess it's just like traveling, Thai, traveling Taiwan. That's like... Uh, huge source of inspiration for like travel articles and stuff yeah and then um just like keeping in touch with what goes on in the news about like especially in terms of like um race and culture and how that is like um being represented in the west i feel like i'm really really interested in that part yeah and then (laughs) what in particular about that part i mean i guess what's interested you about that it's just like now i guess um, Western media is more like, open to diversity or more like focus on diversity so like now we're seeing like more um, Asian <laughs> like Asian actresses and like Asian stories in in the media as well as like other like stories from like people of colour as well but I feel like for me then it's like it's really good to see like um, like at least like Chinese people yeah and I guess like even with uh... <laughs> What was that new film again? It's kind of escaped me. What? Uh, Crazy the, Rich Asians. Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a bit of a controversy around it, but yeah. it's almost like paving the way to say, look, it is slowly creeping into the media and like mainstream kind of Western. Yeah, yeah I think you can't like address everything at once. Yeah. So, but I think like as long as like people who are represented also speak up for like other people, then that's like the way to change things. Yeah. And what was your opinion about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I about the influence it had, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was kind of like a stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it had like a really good like influence and impact on, um, I guess, the entertainment industry. Yeah. So that was good. But yeah. <laughs> 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 you said it was stupid, so I guess what's the other... Or was it more about the story, I guess? I guess it was just like... Um, I don't know, I guess, like, it was just, like, a random, like, rom-com and stuff. I mean, it's fun that we can still get, like, mean- meaningless, like, romantic comedies. But I did like how it, like, touched upon, like, growing up Asian in, yeah. like, in, I don't know, the West. Yeah, because I, I always <laughs> wonder as well, like, would, if Western people watched it that weren't really kind of... No, like used to the culture because I know like even things like the subtle Asian traits on oh, Facebook yeah. like you immediately read them and you're like oh I can identify with this yeah. but I guess people in the west kind of watching it 
and um, seeing basically almost the cultural difference. I think mm-hmm. it'd be quite interesting as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I see you looking at me in a time. Yeah, I think you should go. Yeah, um, I'll ask you quickly like a couple more questions and then we'll head. We're, we're almost at the end anyway. Um, so would you describe yourself as an introvert, extrovert or neither? Um, yeah, I definitely would describe myself as an introvert. But I feel like I do have an extroverted tendency. It's like I do like being around people and like socialising, but it's just like I also like having my own space and own like time to like just be by myself and I guess like recharge. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> this is another good one. What makes you angry, if anything? <laughs> <laughs> what makes me angry? Uh, I don't know. I guess just like... It's very difficult. Not really like random stuff. I know. Can you remember a time when you were angry? When I was angry. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Uh, Maybe that was a time that I don't want to say. There you go, Carmen's never angry. Well, maybe she is. I'm just always angry. (laughs) Like the Hulk, right? And also, finally, so, um, someone wanted to know, what is your sense of humour like? What is my sense of Yeah, in, in terms of, like, what, what, what kind of things wow, do you... you want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reveal at the end, too, that's what. But... Um, my sense of humour, I don't know, I feel like I like, like, sarcastic and, like, dry humour. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like stuff like slapstick, like, people, like, I haven't seen, like, Monty Python or, like, The Life of Brian. Um, I guess I've seen like clips of it, but it just like doesn't seem funny to me. And stuff like Mr. Bean, I really like. Don't think that's funny either. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like comedians or any comedic kind of things you look into, or not? Not really. Uh, right now I don't really watch like a lot of like stand up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Great. Anyway, <laughs> I shall end it there, just because Wait, I know. Or we can like. Go back and do questions. Yeah, maybe we'll do a part two. This is part one for now. Part one, rush off to sushi. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, thanks. Thanks,